Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Origin Gate, daily podcast, Wisdom Echo. And I'm Jane Schroeder, coming to you today from the wee morning in Scotland. Whoa. This week's been a bit like memory lane. We are packing up my home and I will be moving in the next five days to England for a short time and then see if we can find my new home in that region. Maybe North Wales, I've lived in Wales before. I was thinking the only place I've not lived is Ireland, so maybe that might be on the radar at some point. Packing boxes everywhere. <laughs> you have to be really, make it fun and stay in the joy and the shalom, shalom when you're moving home. It's been, the one thing I have really enjoyed though is going through um, photographs and um, memory lane, some of the memory things that I've forgotten about. And what I've loved, one thing I've really enjoyed that's really ignited my passion again is the love for cars. And my late husband, um, I met him actually through rally cars and rallying cars. And I just completely forgotten when I learned to drive many years ago. I learned to drive when we were um, courting, going out as boy and girlfriend. And he drove up in this crazy car with bucket seats with crazy full harness seat belts. The car was bright, bright red and it had a rally number plate on it, a rally car number plate. And up until that point, I had a little mini. My my family weren't really mad on cars. They were just used for traveling. It wasn't a love of ours, but it began to grow when he took me on rally stages, marshalling, helping, middle of the night, hot souping flasks, freezing goals, these headlights rushing through the forest stages and getting to meet some of these amazing drivers that won rallies. One was called Colin McRae and he drove a Vauxhall, Viva and Rob's parents, um, his dad Dickie and his brother, they all worked at Vauxhall car plants, so they were Vauxhall car plants. And we used to go and buy cars that were damage repairable cars from a local scrapyard car parts, and we would buy these cars really cheap, bring them home, and it was like Aladdin's cave. Rob's home. They built an extension on the back of the house and there were MIG welders, car spraying, compressors, gas bottles that I had never come across before. I'd only seen them on television. And I began learning these acro-props that would stretch out some of the bodywork and the, the um, um, skeleton of the cars. I actually began to enjoy it. It was very different from a hairdresser and doing gardening with my dad and competition gardening. So it was quite fun learning new skills. And I began to realise I was really good at polishing the cars. So that was my job when they were ready, getting ready to be sold, all gowned up with masks on, special suits, protective wearing because of the fumes. I would polish the cars with so much pride. You'd see your face in them, they'd be gleaming. And this HB Viva I learned to drive in, one week it was red and the next week it was black. 
and these cars would come and go and it was hard work, especially on your hands. I didn't have fingers that looked like I had beautiful diamonds on and painted, they'd be covered in paint. But it was fun. And the provision for a, a deposit for a mortgage on the house was incredible. And I was thinking about how people, they, they come to you with problems, situations, generational stuff, damaged, traumatized, they've been through stuff. But how we start with Holy Spirit, Hakadesh, and Jesus, introducing them to Jesus, he begins to rebuild their lives. He begins to pour in his love, his spirit. He breathes life within them. Hakadesh, the hey, that Hebrew letter, the the breath. And they begin to be remodeled and shaped and changed. Because in Yeshua, in Jesus, their saviour and their king, they embrace their walk with him. There's a book that I read and it says, it's a bit of a poetry book I was given when I was seven years of age. Hand in hand in Jesus, I'm perfectly all right. And I love that, as he holds our hands and guides us through life's highs and lows and ups and downs and in and outs. Because in him, he's our life source. We live together in him, in union. We have our breath, our hay. Oh, and we walk together in him. We live and breathe and have our being in him. And so, this memory lane, this journey of memorandum, has been pretty fun, actually. Heart rendering. I've done a lot of weeping. But I'm embracing the new places. I've never been a big one for change, but my life has been a life of change. This will be the third time that I've moved location in the United Kingdom. I've lived in England and former in Wales for a season and to Scotland. And who knows, I've never lived in Ireland. Maybe at some point I'll live in Ireland. England, here I come. And it's, yes, it's a journey is to question, but it's an adventure. And part of me is excited and part of me is like, ooh, I'm not sure about this. But I know there's a home that I will settle and paint and decorate and garden and grow vegetables and enjoy making jam, bottling fruit. Baking, caking, and all the things that I love as I transition into a new season. Travel's opening up again for us all as we begin to travel to new places, places of old friends, new friends. And today, I just bless you in all that Yahweh has on your scroll. And I bless the unfolding, the unfathoming. And I release that navigator angel, the navigators, to your lives, your regions, and your nations. We thank you for wisdom, the seven spirits of counsel, knowledge, might, 
of understanding, the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom, the spirit of the Lord. And a few days ago, I began to pack up my angels. And I thank you, Ian, and honour you today for your teachings and your revelations of how you taught us how to pack up our angels, the clouds of witnesses and move regions and unpackage them where we settle in the new eon, the new time, new spirits, not just on the face of the earth I'm transitioning. I'm also going up and down and to and fro, in and out the heavens, engaging what Yahweh has for each one of us. A time, a season, an apox, a new season, whatever you want to call it, the new eon. We embrace it. Because in him we live and move and we have our being. And so, it was a very, very, very windy, rainy day. Even the dogs wanted to go home with their lovely waterproof coats on. I walked past the very same spot that I walked and prayed when I bought my property. And I stood there, and as I stood, I began to encounter one of the angels in the region that I encountered when I first moved here, called Navigator. And so I began to thank the angelic for the region, and I began to sense her very female engender begin to float and walk across the water to where I stood and converse with me. And this is no, not new to us, is it? St. Columba, he would go off to the beach and he would wait and the angels would come as a flurry, it said. A secret eyewitnesser up on the local hillside on the knoll watching secretly Columba as the world, the angels would come like dive bombing down and converse and chat with him. Navigator began to speak with me. It was very much within me in a visionary place in the kingdom realm where we ascend and commune with Yahweh. And I began to thank Navigator. But I also find it quite sad because Navigator will stay here and will be assigned to the next person in his place of our blessing. And so I didn't get the name of the person, the scroll or the staff, who it's gonna go on to. But the reason why I'm sharing this today was, as Yahweh does, he's always got a plan. Fear not, he always has a plan. A Couple of days later on, I'm on a Zoom call with a group of people that we minister together and pray together fortnightly basis and we are just thanking Yahweh and praying for one another and all of a sudden I go into a visionary state that means I had my eyes open chatting on Zoom and I began to see the angel appear it was almost like I projected out on the water where I live I live near two beaches and you can see as you know many of you have heard me talk about this before the Isle of Arran out to my window and the sea, it's a lovely view. Um, no Yahweh's going to find me an even beautifuler view wherever I live in the coming days. And I saw this staff. Quite a knobbly staff. 
it was like a piece of a tree. And as I looked at it, it began to move and unravel and it was a scroll. And there was my advertisement of the scroll. And I knew straight away that one of the ladies in the Zoom call was going to have this scroll. So I waited. We all shared different things that have been going on that week and where we're going and what you're always saying to us. We always do a little bit of, so what's you're always saying? Where are we going? What's the saying? Before we do a bit of teaching and engaging and putting together. And this lady began to talk as if she'd received it already. So I said, is everyone okay? Can I share what you always just show me? And as, as I began to share, I this visionary state, I began to tell them what I was seeing. People joined in and added more to it. And the lady took the scroll, the staff. I knew though, for some reason, because I'm not born Scottish, even though I've got inheritance, that this had to go to somebody who actually lived and was versed in Scotland, and that's exactly what happened. She was a little bit surprised, but she knew it was your way, because he'd already been speaking to her. So, isn't it amazing that he's already prepared in advance for us, our future? Even though sometimes some of us might be going through this right now, I get a little bit, waking in the night, a bit, bit ooh, where am I going? Don't know where I'm going to live. What am I doing? What's going to happen? How am I going to finance all of this? Yahweh has a plan. How encouraging was that this week? So I bless you. Have an awesome day. Shalom, shalom. <laughs>